Hey everyone, Dr. B here again. Thank you again for joining us again at askthedentist.com. Welcome back. If you listened to the last episode, you noticed that my voice was off a little bit. It's getting better, but it's slow going. I am feeling better. It's just that the voice is not quite catching up with the rest of me. Anyway, today we're going to talk about something. I think it'll be quick. I think you'll find it very interesting. It was a question, the type of question, the directness of it, and also the subject matter, all new to me. And at first thought maybe I shouldn't answer this because a website and product name is mentioned. But then I thought if I don't answer it, how many people may get the wrong idea, may actually be harmed by liking this product and using it. Again, I've never heard of this product before. I want to thank Leonard, who asked the question, for bringing it to my attention and and asking the question whether it's a good thing or not. I'll answer that question pretty directly. If the manufacturer of this product, and again, they have a patent, again, never seen this before, but I do have some ideas on it. This will not be a review of the product, but it will be a very guarded commentary and warning on such products. So again, Leonard, thank you. I hope you're not someone who works for the company, but if if you're not, I'm glad you brought this to my attention. So anyway, we'll get right to it. Here is the question. Dr. Burhan, hello. My name is Leonard, and here's my question. Contrary to your prior knowledge in the dental profession, that only dental professionals can remove tartar. Isn't it true that consumers can remove tartar with tartar end toothpaste as indicated on tartarend.com based on US patent 10517808? Thanks, Leonard. Never heard of the product. Did some research. Let me give you some background on this product. It's called Tartar End, it's a registered trademark. The initial claims, I'm on their website. They have a before and after. It's a photo. I guess their main claim is that it removes tartar. So I guess the inference there is why go see a hygienist? I'm going to talk about that later. The main claims are that it removes tartar and plaque. A lot of toothpaste will remove plaque. There's really nothing that removes tartar other than a sharp instrument. It stops bleeding gums. That's quite a claim. And again, these claims are all over the map. And it's not just this brand. It's many, many other brands. Colgate, Crest, the big boys, even boutique brands make some unbelievable claims. You can't just stop bleeding gums with a toothpaste. That doesn't address the root cause. If you have full-on gum disease, toothpaste is not the solution to that. Relieving sensitive teeth possible, but as I'll explain later, there's nothing in the ingredients really that would would indicate that this product does. But there are some toothpastes that do. You've heard me talk about it, about these types of toothpaste often. It stops bad breath. Boy, that's another big claim. I would argue that this toothpaste and many other toothpastes, the majority of toothpastes actually promote bad breath because of the ingredients, taking down the oral microbiome, causing a dysbiosis. There's nothing in here that has any effect short-term or long-term on halitosis. The next claim is relieve dry mouth. No, 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 no. I I don't see anything in there. In fact, most of the ingredients, some of the ingredients actually will cause a dry mouth. Stop cavity formation. Boy, pretty vague. Cavities are forming in the mouth all the time, and then they get reversed and remineralization. So I'm not sure where they are intervening in this process. It just says stop cavity formation. Again, there's really no remineralizing agent in this toothpaste. And then the last claim is remove 
periodontal gums. That is a grammatical error, I think, and that always gives me pause as to who's doing the marketing, where it's coming from, is it out of country, is there something lost in the translation kind of effect here. Remove periodontal gums. You don't want to remove gums. I don't know what a periodontal gum is, but anyway, that is very suspect. They do recommend a sonic toothbrush, 30,000 cycles to 60,000 cycles. They call it vibrations. I'm not aware of any toothbrushes that go up to 60,000. 30,000 to 32 is kind of that sonic sweet spot. And then they go on about a patent. It's a U.S. patent, December 2019. And I didn't have a chance to look that up. I will. Just for anyone's information, if the manufacturer of this product is listening, if you want to reach out to me, I'm happy to talk and learn more about your product. They repeat the claims here in, in a different way. This is kind of being bombarded with kind of marketing type of website. You're buying direct from them, and then you can enter your email to subscribe to their newsletter. If I go, again, I'm doing this live right now. If I go to, they have a history section. They talk a little bit about what Tartar is. It's not 100% correct, but a little misleading. But that's their periodontal disease. It talks about that. Brushing with Tartar and toothpaste and a sonic toothbrush are proven to remove Tartar below the gum line. That is a red flag and reverse and stop the progression of periodontal gum pockets. These are hugely misleading and very potentially misguided. Well, they will misguide the reader. This is something that can happen, can be said in this category because it's a cosmetic product. That's, that's where toothpaste falls. It's not, there's no FDA approval or regulation. There's no one watching over this. It's a cosmetic product. If it reduces stain a little bit, you're good to go. If you throw in fluoride, the ADA will accept it. We'll give it their seal of approval. So again, I'm just scanning through this. It's one of those direct-to-consumer, very glossy ads. They keep saying the same thing over and over in a different way, and it is too good to believe. There's a tartar test. I'm not going to get into that. There's really no way of determining what your tartar levels are at home. Again, you have to rely on a dentist for that. I can look at my mouth on the lower front anteriors and see tartar build up between my six-month visits, but I cannot see tartar below the gum line. And that can appear with anyone at any time. You don't need to have gum disease to have tartar build up below the gum line. Again, that's not visible. There's an FEQ section. I'm thankful that the first part of that goes right to ingredients. I like that form of transparency, although I like just to see the back of the tube. By the way, it would have to be the back of the box in this case. You do not have to list all the only active ingredients, not the inactive ingredients on the back of a toothpaste tube. It only has to be in the box. So if you're buying a tube of toothpaste, there's no box. Please make sure you've read about the product and you know what all the ingredients are. So most of these ingredients are familiar. Water, silica, dimethyl isosorbide, thickener, sorbitol, sweetener, xylitol, sweetener. Also selective effects on certain bacteria, the ones that cause gum, uh, sorry, the ones that cause cavities, the S-mutans. Cellulose gum, thickener, disodium phosphate. Again, these are all carrageenan, thickener, caprylic, capric, triglyceride, sodium hydroxide, same stuff we use to bleach our hair, methyl salicylate, ethyl exyl hydroxystyrate, and sodium chloride. Pretty standard, nothing crazy there, but what's missing is a remineralizing agent. And then I'm not sure which of these ingredients literally dissolves the tartar out of your mouth. 
if I were to get a sample of this, I would find some tartar donators and get some donations. I would put it in a dish and apply it to this and study it under a microscope. I know that's pretty basic, but it's a great start to see if if this actually dissolves tartar. And then I would speak to some of my resources, chemists. I have biochemists that I can speak to, chemists, and also PhD researchers. And I would discuss that with them. Again, this is not a thorough review by any means. I'm just kind of walking you through the process of if it sounds too good to be true, you know that it's not. So, okay, so here are my big concerns. There's the in the news section, reviews. Of course, the reviews are stellar. They are all five star. Wow, wow, it works. Wow again. All pros, pros, cons, doesn't foam. Okay, wow, I'm blown away. I mean, I can go on. It works, works great. Very repetitive, very, very contrived. And then there's a contact... Looks like it's somewhere in Pennsylvania. I mean, that doesn't mean it's made in Pennsylvania. Anyway, I'm sure I'm going to get some flack for this, but I just feel I had to reach out. So here are my concerns. Tartar under the gums or calculus, which is really one of the big causes of gum disease. That is, I can't clean that in my own mouth. I mean, I'm, I'm an expert at cleaning teeth, but I can't get to the subgingival areas, especially on the back teeth. And also you can't see them. And this miraculous toothpaste I guess it seeps below the gum line and pulls this tartar off the root surface. No, it doesn't. And then also I'm worried, and this is typical for most toothpaste, most of the ingredients in this toothpaste are not oral microbiome friendly. So they're knocking down the oral microbiome, which literally promotes halitosis, gum disease, periodontitis, same thing, and cavities, and perhaps even canker sores. And and again, I'm not picking on this toothpaste necessarily, in all those categories and for affecting the oral microbiome, the majority of toothpaste do that. Just because there are chemicals in there and substances, ingredients that are used for manufacturing large batches and mixing them properly, large batches of toothpaste, but they have no no reason to be there other than it helps them mix large batches and fill tubes and so that each tube is just like the other in terms of concentration. And I've said this before about most toothpaste that I review and look at. So again, I said this would be short. If the company wants to reach out to me, that's fine. Let me end with this. Here is the issue with designing a toothpaste and these claims that they make and maybe getting patents. I've never really known of a toothpaste that is able to get a patent. Patents can be very misleading. You can, anyone can pay for a patent. It's expensive. The patent has to be defensible. If it's something that has been done before, you can combine it with another feature. I think that's called a compound patent. Anyway, don't be misled by the patent. Don't be misled by the claims. Here's what what I worry about. When I see a manufacturer focus on one thing in the mouth, in this case, it is dissolving, removing tartar. This is a hard calcified substance that is very difficult to remove with a carbon steel sharpened instrument in the hands of a skilled provider, the dental hygienist or a dentist. It takes a lot, a lot of force to pop these pieces off and then to plane the tooth smooth. It takes time. And if you are using a compound formula that is acidic and is designed to break apart calcified structure or dissolve it, then I do worry about the other calcified structure, the tooth enamel itself, which granted is going to be a little stronger. I worry about that as well. And then of course, you have to worry about the oral microbiome. I would also test the pH of this toothpaste. It's probably probably at a pH of 5.5, maybe lower. I may actually go do that in the show notes. 
put an indication of what I found when I get the product, if I get the product. Again, this singular approach on focusing on one thing in the mouth, the, the medical industry does this, dentistry certainly does this. So maybe they have partial efficacy or an effect, a therapeutic effect on that one thing they focus on, but what cost does it come at? In other words, so you take down the whole oral microbiome, you create more dental disease. It's like mouthwash. For a few minutes, you smell minty and, and you smell good. Maybe you're killing some bacteria that do create the sulfide bonds that most people can smell on someone's breath. But if it makes it worse later on and actually makes your blood pressure go up and cause other effects, then why even bother with this product? And that's what I think this product is guilty of, kind of a singular approach products in the mouth, the complexity of the mouth, the oral microbiome, it needs more of a nuanced approach, a compound kind of global systemic view of what they're doing in the mouth. And whatever they put there in the mouth, they have to make sure that they do no harm and provide that therapeutic effect. This toothpaste does not have that in mind, I can assure you. So anyway, that's all I can really say about this toothpaste. Again, I'm open to anyone that wants to correct me on something I didn't get right. I don't think that will happen. And if the manufacturers of this product want to reach out to me, that's fine. Go see your dentist, go see your hygienist for proper tartar removal. I guess the next question, is there anything that helps prevent tartar buildup? There are a bunch of things. Make sure you don't have a dry mouth. I've talked about mouth taping, hydration. There are certain meds, taking too much calcium, not enough K2. These are all things I've talked about in the past. I'll try and come up with some links to that in the show notes. But everyone gets tartar. I think our ancestors got tartar. Not as much as we do, but there are signs of it. We can see it in the archaeological data. But then again, their response to it was different. They didn't have the bleeding gums and the cavities, and they didn't certainly have as much tartar. And they didn't need products like this, even if they did work. So... Anyway, that is my rant for the day. Again, thank you for the question. Very interesting. I would stay away from products that don't have any studies. If they make claims like that, let's back it up with studies. If you can't find the studies, look elsewhere. If you see that there's a patent, do not be impressed by that. Hope that helps everyone. Talk to everyone soon. Again, this was a short one. I'm just waiting for my voice to come back. I hope that's helpful. Again, thank you for your interest in oral health. We'll see you next week. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a dentist, doctor, or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional dental care provider, you can visit askthedentist.com directory and search or find a dentist database. It's important that you have someone in your corner who's trained, is a licensed healthcare practitioner, and can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health.